Can't Wait for Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Check out all the shows on the network at christmaspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Is it Christmas yet? No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. <laughs> Welcome, you believers. It's a special bonus episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. Yes, Halloween is over. The tricks have been treated or the treats have been tricked. But either way, we're celebrating... Hashtag Christmas Podcast Day, a holiday we in the Christmas podcasting community totally made up. Not to be confused with the legit holidays happening today like Dia de Muertos and All Saints Day. You see, there are a lot of Christmas podcasts out there, each with their own focus and flavor. So we're going to spend today boosting each other. If you follow the hashtag Christmas Podcast Day, you're going to be introduced to a lot of great Christmas podcasts. Also, if you keep listening to this episode, you'll also be introduced to a lot of great Christmas podcasts. You see, all year I've been asking you questions from this card game my mom gave me last Christmas called The Christmas Chat Pack. I've been asking you to record your answers and send them in for us all to enjoy. In fact, there's still plenty of time for you to send in your answers to the latest question, what makes a really special gift to you? But today, we're doing something different. I asked the Christmas podcast community a question to see if they would send in their answers. To my surprise and delight, more than a dozen of them did. So today, we're doing an all-Christmas podcasters edition of Season's Musings. Season's Musings coming through. Can't wait to hear the thoughts sent in by you. So the question I asked my fellow Christmas podcasters was, if you had to replace the customary Christmas tree with a new Christmas conversation piece in every home, what would become its replacement? A tough one. But a fun one, as it turned out. Again, I was so lucky that so many podcasters wanted to play my silly reindeer games. I couldn't rank them, so I'm pretty much playing them in the order that they sent them in. So let's listen to what all these wonderful podcasters would replace a Christmas tree with if they had to. Starting with Scott from Holly Jolly Xmasu. Hi, Tim. This is Scott from Holly Jolly Xmasu, your podcast destination for Japanese Christmas music. If I had to replace the Christmas tree, it would be with the nativity scene. I love nativity scenes, and we have an extensive collection of Fontanini figures for ours. I always enjoy seeing different scenes, both from different cultures, and the creative way people add figures to their scenes to make them their own. Our kids love the animal figures, so we've gotten a lot of the Fontanini animals, as well as several other figures, including a dozen guinea pigs that are at the same scale as the rest of our figures. As much as I love the tree, the nativity scene comes in a close second, so it's the obvious choice for a replacement. Thank you, Scott. This was the first answer I got, and as soon as I heard it, I thought, oh, of course. That's such a perfect answer. I bet everyone is going to say that because it's such a good way to replace a Christmas tree with the literal reason for the season. What I did not bank on was the creativity of the Christmas podcast community. There are very few repeat answers here, and they're all great. Like this next one from Mike Westfall of the Advent Calendar House podcast. Hey, Tim, it's Westfall. You know what this question reminded me of you remember that psa from the 90s that started imagine a world without trees in this case christmas trees anyway my wife and i did something fun when we first moved into our house we bought a bunch of little three inch square canvases and we gave them to members of our family and asked them to paint or decorate them however they wanted 
as long as whatever they made incorporated a heart shape. Then we hung up all the finished heart paintings in a tile pattern on our dining room wall, and it really made our house feel like a home. So let's take that idea and give it a Christmas theme. You and your family could paint or decorate a different square canvas or tile or quilt patch or some other kind of ornament every year. How you display it is entirely up to you. All that's important is that it's something you're making and adding to every Christmas. I think that would be really neat in a world without Christmas trees or a world with Christmas trees. This could be something that you could do now. You have my blessing. Thank you, Mike. This is what I'm talking about. Creative thinking, plus adding your own creativity to the centerpiece of the celebration. Now, let's head back to the 80s as we hear from Jerry D., host of the Totally Rad Christmas Podcast. Hi, I'm Jerry D., the host of the Totally Rad Christmas Podcast, found anywhere you get podcasts. You can also go to totallyradchristmas.com or visit us at Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas or at Twitter at Rad Christmas. Now, the question, if we couldn't have a Christmas tree... What would we have in its place? Well, um, the traditional Catholic in me says to have just a large nativity scene, and you can decorate it with all sorts of lights and just make it look really cool. But the 80s guy in me would like a huge Castle Grayskull or maybe even a uh, cat's lair from Thundercats, and you could put Santa hats on it and just really go all out with tinsel garland and lights and just make it look awesome. So... I think that's the answer I'm going with. I'd love to have a huge Castle Grayskull. That would replace my Christmas tree. So there you have it. Yep, that's the correct answer. Later, dudes. By the power of Grayskull, Jerry! That is very similar to what my answer would be. Totally fun idea. Now, let's hear from one-third of Tis the Podcast, Tom. Hey, this is Tom from Tis the Podcast, and I am sharing with you my thoughts on what we could use to replace the Christmas tree. My initial thought was to go with a star. Harkens back to the nativity story, the wise men following the star, the manger underneath of the star, all of that good religious feels, but it feels kind of like a cop-out because it's so closely aligned with the existing Christmas tree. Then I thought, hey, I'm going to be inspired by one of Tim Babb's favorite Christmas movies, Die Hard. Let's go with a giant scale model of Nakatomi Tower. It's wrapped with lights, and at the end of the light is a little John McClane repelling from the side of the building. Instead of the star on top that the, that the family's so excited to put on every year, it can be a helicopter on top. It lights up, it flies. It's very exciting, because nothing says Christmas quite like Die Hard. That sounds super fun, Tom. Though, full disclosure, I don't know that I'd say Die Hard is one of my favorite Christmas movies. I like it, but I don't know if it would crack the top ten. I don't know, I have to think about it. And while I'm thinking, let's hear from Sean from the Christmas Podcasts podcast. Hey, Tim, this is Sean from the Christmas Podcasts podcast. That's the podcast that tells you about all the Christmas episodes that drop during the week. So you can choose which ones you want to listen to right away and which ones you want to save up for later. And we're also your one-stop shop for all Christmas podcasts at christmaspodcasts.com. Here's my season's musings that you put to us about if we got rid of the Christmas tree as the centerpiece of Christmas. What would we put as the centerpiece? And I would have to say it would be a Christmas village because it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be anything special at all. I mean, it can be one house and a couple characters and it can be something so special, or you can have one that takes up your whole living room. Like my mom used to have, 
And it, it, it's, a, it's a centerpiece that's talked about no matter how big or how small your collection is. You don't have to put a whole lot of money into it if you don't want to. You can put as much or as little time and effort into it as you want. And no matter how much or how little you put into it, it's going to mean the same to you. And it's going to be a, a, a talking piece for anybody. So that's basically what I would replace the Christmas tree with, although... You can't really replace the Christmas tree. It's, it's so iconic. It's just, yeah, that's about it. So keep up the great work, Tim. Love your show. Love laughing with you, laughing all the way. And have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks, Sean. I have a few pieces of a Christmas village, and I would love to have the money and space to expand on it. And again, this feeds into my answer to this question. Next up, Matt from the TGI Podcast. Hey, Tim. This is Matt from the TGI Podcast, where we discuss classic Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas episodes from a variety of TGIF-era television, and I couldn't be more excited to answer this question. After thinking it over, I believe what makes the most sense for me to replace the customary Christmas tree with it would undoubtedly be the leg lamp from A Christmas Story. What has become more ubiquitous during the Christmas season than a tawdry lamp of a woman's leg? Love the movie or hate the movie, you know exactly what time of the year it is when you see a glowing leg lamp. They are virtually everywhere. Not only can you purchase a full version to display in a window, just like a Christmas tree, you could also find them in smaller tabletop versions, just like you would a Christmas tree. And images of the lamp are proudly displayed on Christmas cards, wrapping paper, gift bags, t-shirts, and many, many more items. The leg lamp is already a very prevalent part of Christmas imagery, and to paraphrase Ralphie, the reason why a leg lamp would replace a Christmas tree is because there isn't a whole lot better than viewing the soft glow of electric sex gleaming in the window. Merry Christmas. That's funny, Matt. I kind of think that the lamp is almost more iconic than the movie that made it famous. Though, I think we might have trouble convincing Grandma to put that up in the living room. But Grandpa says it's all right. Really? Sorry, imaginary listener, sounds kind of like Kermit the Frog. Let's move right along to Art from the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Hey, Tim, this is Art from a Cozy Christmas Podcast. What a profoundly difficult question. The Christmas tree is just so iconic to Christmas. It's hard to replace that. But that's why you brought in the big guns, I suppose. There's the obvious choice. We could do a manger scene or autographed pictures of Tim Babb. Uh, I mean, who doesn't have one of those, right? But in all seriousness, I really wanted to do something that was not quite as obvious. So here's what I came up with. Books. You can build Christmas trees out of books, like stacking books in the shape of a Christmas tree, and you string lights around it. Uh, We've done that before. They're smaller and they fit on tabletops or desktops, bookshelves, things like that. But if you want to get away from Christmas tree-shaped items even, here's what I would do. I'd put a big bookshelf right where a tree would go, you know, and I would I'd put all these Christmas-themed books on the shelf. And then in between, I would place Christmas village buildings in between some of the books on the bookshelves to kind of act like bookends. It's hard to describe without showing you a picture, but it would look very artistic. You know, there'd be some... uh five or six books, and then a Christmas village piece, then a couple more books, and another Christmas village piece, and just kind of have Christmas village buildings scattered throughout the bookshelves. 
as decoration in between uh, the books. Then I would have, of course, the buildings would have lights on the inside. I would cover the outside of the bookshelf in Christmas lights and maybe run some Christmas lights inside uh, along the um, bookshelves or in the back. So there's like this glow coming out from uh, the bookcase and from behind the books, there's a glow. And then you have all these little Christmas buildings tucked away into the bookshelves. I'm not sure what I would do with all the ornaments that we have <laughs> that would have no tree to hang on. Uh, but maybe we could just hang those up around the around the house from the ceiling or something. I don't know. But this was a really good question, and I loved putting some thought into it. So I just want to wish you and your uh, listeners a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, Tim. Great answer, Art. And I have to apologize to Art. Back in September, in addition to asking the season's musing question on the podcast, I also asked it on our TikTok, which is at can't wait for Christmas pod. Art was nice enough to record a response on TikTok, and I totally forgot to use it in the October episode. Mea culpa, Art. Mea culpa. I think that means I'm sorry. If it doesn't, just know that I am. Next up, Adam from Merry Britsmas. Hi, my name is Adam, and I'm the host of Merry Britsmas, a podcast all about Christmas British things, such as British Christmas TV, British Christmas music, and British Christmas traditions and ideas. If I had to replace a Christmas tree with a new focus in homes, a new conversation piece, the central decorative star in the display, what would I pick? I decided on one of my personal favourite festive decorations, a nutcracker, but a giant nutcracker. I love the little nutcracker figures and have a nice collection going that's ever-growing, and I put it out during the festive season. Most of them are little decorative pieces, But imagine a giant six or seven foot nutcracker that works in the middle of your front room. It would definitely be something to talk about. And you could put on the nutcracker suite to dance around it. Then, when you're hungry, crack some nuts in that big bad boy. If it's big enough, you could even crack some coconuts and make some festive cocktails for that big Christmas party. Thanks, Adam. I immediately thought of the nutcracker in Disneyland's It's a Small World, the one that represents Canada for some reason. I would totally use a replica of that for my nutcracker centerpiece. And you know I'd play that song on a loop, too. Next up, Kim from the Planning for Christmas podcast. Hi, Tim. This is Kim from the Planning for Christmas podcast. And if everyone in their home had to replace their Christmas tree with a different uh, Christmas conversation piece, I would say that a really awesome gingerbread house like the one that they put up every year in the Haunted Mansion holiday at Disneyland uh, would be my choice because it would be just a really fun thing to have. Um, You could make it different every year and decorate it. And at the end of the season, maybe you could still eat it. So I think that would be just a great alternative for a Christmas tree. And I just want to say thank you for always entertaining us with your podcast. Bye. Yes, Kim. Yes. As soon as you said Gingerbread House, I immediately thought of the Haunted Mansion. Now, if you don't want to go the scary route, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel does a big gingerbread house in the lobby as well. You could do that. We are so on the same page, Kim. Probably why our names rhyme. Next up, Glenn from the Seasons Eating Podcast. Hey, Tim. It's Glenn from the Seasons Eating's Podcast. And your question is, if I had to replace the Christmas tree with a new conversation piece for the holidays, which would I pick? Well, the Christmas tree is such a central part of the Christmas holidays. We put our decorations on it. We put our presents on it or underneath the tree. We even gather around it probably to enjoy its light and glow. So I think 
the replacement for the tree has to be a fireplace mantle. I know that every house doesn't have one, but one could easily be made out of wood or you can make one out of cardboard and place your gifts around it and maybe even put your TV in front of it and play one of those Yuletide log videos. The fireplace mantle has traditionally been the place to put your Christmas stocking to hang for Santa to put his gifts in or even treats during the holidays. Obviously, a real fireplace mantle would have a fire, so it would be a great place to sip hot chocolate and gather around the fire for those cold winter nights. And you can use the fireplace mantle to hang your decorations along with boughs of evergreen. So I think that's a pretty good choice. The fireplace mantle. Happy holidays! Thanks, Glenn. It's hard to replace a Christmas tree, but your pick seems like it'd be able to... Take up the mantle? Why? I'm a dad. I make dad jokes. It's what I do. Oi. Anyway, next up, it's Jeff from the Lost Christmas Podcast. Hello, Jeff here from the Lost Christmas Podcast. If I had to replace the customary Christmas tree with a new Christmas conversation piece in every home, what would it be? I asked my wife about this. She initially said a Berlin, which is a nativity scene. From when she lived in Spain, it was super common, something she really loved. But for me, every home would have a Nakatomi Plaza. And every year, rather than put the star on the tree, you would explode the helicopter above Nakatomi Tower, and the decorations and pieces would fall all over your tower. So that's that would be my choice, to replace the Christmas tree. Thanks, Jeff. One of the few repeat answers we got, but certainly a good one. Nakatomi Tower definitely gets a yippee yay Next up, it's Marty from Lit for Christmas. Hey, Tim. This is Marty Ackett's from the Lit for Christmas podcast. I love this question. My family and I have a tradition at our house. We have an enclosed front porch, and every year, one person gets to choose the theme for our Christmas decorations on our front porch. For example, last year was my turn, and I chose a Charlie Brown Christmas. We had stuffed Snoopies and Charlie Browns, a Charlie Brown manger scene, a Peanuts light show on the ceiling, and Christmas time is here, playing on speakers. Two years ago, we got a new puppy for Christmas, so my daughter decorated the front porch with dog toys and treats and ornaments. Other years, we've had a Beanie Baby Christmas, a Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas, and a Gingerbread Christmas, among other things. So we sort of change our decorations every year on our front porch, and Christmas trees are always a part of those displays. If I had to replace the customary Christmas tree with some other Christmas centerpiece, I think I would have to choose a wreath, because it's really versatile. Sort of like changing themes on my front porch, you can make all kinds of wreaths. Charlie Brown wreaths, puppy wreaths, beanie baby wreaths. You could have them hanging on the wall or sitting on a table or mantle. And if you want to make them really personal, you can add things from your family history. Pictures of family members or items that belong to parents or grandparents. Wreaths can come in many sizes and you can put lights on them if you want. And you could even put a manger scene in a wreath, which sort of combines two Christmas centerpieces. So my vote would be for the Christmas wreath to replace Christmas trees. Thanks, Tim, and I can't wait for Christmas. Thanks, Marty. Another bonus of using a wreath is you can still get that great Christmas tree smell from a wreath. Great idea. Next up, Chris from Kringle Talks Christmas. 
Hey Tim, Chris Kringle here from the Kringle Talks Christmas Podcast. Hope you're all well. If I could change the Christmas tree for one piece of Christmas conversation, I would choose a Christmas cookie. Imagine a Christmas cookie. You could just smell the Christmas cookie every single day without having to have it mold or go off or anything. You can't eat it. Well, actually, that would be quite cool. Like for each day of Christmas, you can just eat a little bit. By the time Christmas finishes, you can finish it and it won't go off. Yeah, probably the Christmas cookie or a gingerbread house. Well, I'm a bit stuck. One of the two. Anyways, have a Merry Christmas. Keep laughing all the way as usual. Take care. Thanks, Chris. I like it. A cookie that you eat a little bit each day is like a big edible advent calendar. Okay, last but certainly not least, it's Joey and Nikki from Christmas Creeps. This is the only one that is presented out of order because these two certainly made a meal out of this question. Enjoy. Greetings, holiday shoppers. This is your pal Joey Wade from Christmas Creeps. <laughs> We're dropping in on uh, Can't Wait for Christmas for, for uh, Tim's little holiday prompt here. The prompt is... If you had to replace the customary Christmas tree with a new Christmas conversation piece in every home, what would become its replacement? And here with me to answer this question today is my wonderful girlfriend, Nikki, no last name. Nikki, say hello. Hello, people. <laughs> so when I posed this question to you the other night, you immediately gave me the most amazing answer. Do you remember what the answer was? I gave you a lot of answers. I, I I remember you liked the bell, which I will describe, but I also gave you the polar bear and the ice cube pyramid. Well, so we've got a couple of directions we can go with this answer. So first off, the bell to replace a Christmas tree. Explain that one for us. Well, the bell would be big. It would be decorative. It would roughly be the size of a Christmas tree, correct? To your family's needs. And then you would ring said bell whenever you have a happy holiday memory. And if you play the song Ring My Bell, so be it. <laughs> but so, I mean, my first question is, so Christmas gifts go under the bell or around the bell or inside the bell? Inside the bell. And the only way you get your presents is if you have or do something good or have a happy memory. If you ring the bell, ding, 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 and something falls, just like a prize. Oh, okay. So, see, my first thought is if a kid tries to sneak into the bell and get their presents early, mom and dad can be standing by to spy on them. And if they see the kid going under the bell, they just ring that bell as hard as they can. And, and just knock the kid unconscious. No, and, and Junior doesn't get a bell that day. Or doesn't get a present, rather. He's just, I mean, he gets tinnitus, sure, but <laughs> that's thats not really what he gets for trying to sneak Christmas gifts early. I don't like how this is going. I love it. This is a great idea. But, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I like the idea of, ring, of a, a bell that you can ring, especially like on Christmas morning. That's, My favorite idea was the pyramid of ice and many presents. Okay, so... Think Hard Rock Cafe, giant lighted pyramid. And I say giant because I feel like this should be the centerpiece of your house. Almost as big as your living room could hold. Pyramid. You want to be able to go inside this pyramid. Like a tent. <laughs> like a giant a tent. A teepee pyramid of Christmas. But there's also, there's again, like a Christmas tree, there's one of two ways you can go with this. You can get the artificial pyramid 
which kind of makes the most sense. Or you can go the messy route and just have a real ice pyramid in your house. Yes. And that is going to cost not only a lot of money, but there's going to be a lot of water damage involved by Christmas Day. So you better get those presents out of the ice palace real quick. <laughs> the pyramid I had in mind was you have to, it's like, uh, it's almost like the ancient Egyptians catacomb pyramids where you have to like go through and find the passageways. But these passageways is almost like a saw question, good or bad. If you're bad, you're lost in the pyramid forever, freeze and die. If you're good, you climb to the top of the pyramid, get a present and can slide down the outside. Like Indiana Jones or something. And this is going inside your house. Yes. Either death or Indiana Jones. There is no other options to said pyramid. How big is your house? I live with you. I know. but <laughs> you know how, how big but, our house is stupid. <laughs> I, I know. But to put a, a, a contraption like this in the house, your house has to be gigantic. I mean, I would totally do it. It sounds fun. Necessary architectural things may happen but that shall be okay in the sake of christmas i mean yeah it, it, it would you'd have to prepare for that like all year long it would kind of be worth it i also had an option c okay what's option c live polar bear oh boy okay and i want you to think like dr jekyll mr hyde polar bear to where it's like i don't think there was a polar bear in dr jekyll and mr hyde but go off okay so <laughs> The good polar bear would be like Coca-Cola polar bears. Oh, I see. Okay. And they're okay. all jolly and you're having fun and all that. And then if you have the Coca-Cola polar bears, oh, he'll give you some presents and stuff like that. But if you're like a mean household and like the polar bear can just like fill this, it's like his aura just detects good and bad people. And if you are evil, then you get like rage virus polar bear and you get eaten. So, like, the naughty and nice list really kind of takes on a, a more sinister vibe yes. with this one. And then Death by Polar Bear would be the um, replacement of coal. So, <laughs> so <laughs> what, what Nikki is proposing here is... There's lots of death in my Christmas <laughs> alternatives. <laughs> if you are bad, you will not survive the end of the year. <laughs> Like, Nikki just described, like, three Metallica songs in a row. <laughs> like, it's either, you know, For Whom the Bell Tolls, or Trapped <laughs> Under Ice, or uh, I can't think of a, a Metallica song about polar bears all, all of a sudden. But I'm sure there is one. They should write one. If not, we'll write them a letter. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll submit it to Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, Metallica, like, boom, we got synergy. That's the only jolly polar bear I know is the Coca-Cola polar bear. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one for sure. <laughs> it's like your Christmas is sponsored by Coke and or your local uh, funeral parlor. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, I, I hope this has enlightened your, your holiday uh, activities and shenanigans. And uh, if you want more absolute absurd hijinks like this, please visit us on the web at ChristmasCreeps.com. Have a great day. or die. Listen to her. Bye. See what I mean? That was quite a flight of Christmas fancy. Bells, pyramids, or polar bears. I can't add anything to that. What a great answer. Thanks for having so much fun with this question, Joey and Nikki. And that's it. Thank you so much to everyone. Hold on a second. What is it? You never told us your answer. I didn't? 
No, you kept alluding to it, but you never said what it was. Oh, well, let me fix that right now. If I had to replace a Christmas tree, it would be with a huge model of Disneyland at Christmas time. Big castle in the middle, all decked out with Christmas lights, a train going around the berm, just like the one that would go under a Christmas tree. And I'm thinking it would be like the model they have at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Not necessarily representing Disneyland as it looked at any one specific time, but just taking the best pieces from every era of Disneyland. So you could have Star Wars Land decked out for Life Day, but still keep the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse with their Christmas organ. You could pipe in music from all the different lands, Frontierland, Main Street, Fantasyland, and just put it on a loop. So much good Christmas theme you can do for everything that would be my pick what a surprise more disneyland stuff well you asked but now i want to fully thank every single christmas podcaster which shared their time and creativity with us today there are links in the show notes to check out all the shows so please give a listen to holly jolly Xmasu, the advent calendar house podcast totally rad christmas tis the podcast christmas podcast podcast tgi podcast a cozy christmas podcast merry britsmas Planning for Christmas, Seasons Eatings, Lost Christmas, Kringle Talks Christmas, and Christmas Creeps. Plus, don't forget to send me your audio for our current Seasons Musings question, What Makes a Really Special Gift for You? Record your answer on your phone or computer and email it in to us at christmas at tancast.com. As always, if you'd like to get this deck I'm using to get the topics for this segment, there's a link in the show notes so you can grab your own Christmas chat pack. And the jingle for this segment featured Deck the Halls by Kevin McLeod, which was used under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution license. And that's our bonus show for today. I cannot thank the podcasters enough for being a part of today's show. I do have another bonus episode similar to this planned for later this year, so be on the lookout for that. But for sure, I'll be back down your podcast chimney on November 25th, Thanksgiving Day. So until then, you will believers, keep laughing all the way. And that was Christmas 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2021. Oh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, and email us about it at christmas at tancast.com, we'll send you a free Can't Wait for Christmas sticker. If you'd like to see the show notes or leave a comment on this or any other episodes, you can go to our official website, can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store where you can grab customizable t-shirts, ornaments, stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas-themed items all year long. We'd love to connect with you on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Can't Wait for Christmas Pod. And on Twitter, we are at Christmas Pod. We Wish You a Merry Christmas was performed by the United States Marine Corps Band, and this amazing version of Jingle Bells on the accordion was performed by the wonderful and talented Christian Nowicki. All other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of their individual copyright holders, and they are used for purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended. Okay, boys, did I forget anything? God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas! Greetings! Welcome to the podcast! 
where we talk about dumb stuff and you listen cause you're bored with life. That was beautiful. <laughs> okay, I'm actually recording on the day I release. This is the quickest turnaround between recording a podcast and releasing a podcast. Everybody strap in. This is gonna get messy. Welcome, you believers! It's a special bonus episode of the Can't For So today, we're doing an all Christmas podcasters editions of. No time for outtakes! I have to post this in hours! Next up, it's Christ. No. Whew! That is a typo. I mean, I am very lucky to get the celebrity guests I got. I, let me tell you, I did not get Christ on the podcast. I would love it. I feel like he is taking more important calls than mine right now. And I think that's legit. So you can have Star Wars Land decked out for Life Die. Life Die. That's uh, my last Life Die. I'm going to say Life Die. Aww. Okay, no time to be funny, time to edit. Bye-bye. If you're hearing this, that means I did edit and it got out on time. Woo!